Hello and welcome to When I Found Grace podcast. A lot of big things happening. Dare we call it revival? Coming up next. So just thinking about this idea of revival can be quite an amazing thing and actually very encouraging for Christians and believers. And maybe you're wondering, maybe your head's been in a hole for the weekend, or maybe you haven't delved into social media or any other place, but... Currently right now, all the way in Kentucky, there is at Asbury University, a revival that has been going on. I believe they say it's going on to six days now. And so as we, we look at it, it's, it's crept up a lot of people that are, are excited and looking forward to what the Lord is going to do. And even on the same subject, there's also brought up critics of what's going on and what's happening. And so today, as we look at it and we see, I I just want to take the time to observe what's going on. And then more importantly, how should we respond in wake of all that we see going on, whether it's on social media or in the news, uh, and especially when it concerns things like revival. So what, what's pretty cool about this is, is, you know, there's what they say is there's been a, a group of students from uh, an evening service that they came and, and they went and had chapel. After it was done, the worship team came and, and played a, a couple songs to finish out the service, but they just never stopped playing. And they said about a group of about 20 or, 20 or so students just hung around to pray because they felt like this isn't over, this isn't done. And so from there, over the weekend and and even coming into today, which is a Tuesday, it's still going on. People are are coming and, you know, there's no no one person that's leading it. There's no... um, group that's organizing or, or trying to put this on, but, but yet people are coming for various reasons and apparently people are giving their hearts to the Lord. People are coming to know Jesus for the first time. Others are recommitting their lives to the Lord. So it, it is a, a, a wonderful thing as a believer, as a Christian to see, but there are, are questions that, that come around it. And, and even in my mind, uh, you know, the, the first question, you know, is this, is this real? Is it for real? And, uh, if, if you're older like me, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, maybe you remember, I, I believe it was back in like 2007, 2008, maybe, uh, there was, I was living in Mississippi at the time. And I remember over in Florida, there was this revival that was going on. And, and my friend, my roommate at the time, he's like, Hey, 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 we got to go over. We got to go over to Florida, see what the Lord's doing. There's revival happening. And he was so excited. And I thought, Oh, that that's interesting. You know, he, he was excited to go. 
and that was great, but, but I kind of, I kind of felt a little bit weird about it. Like, I don't know if I really want to go. And we never did. And come to find out as I did a little bit more research, I, I looked into it, you know, it was based off of this one guy, uh, his name was, uh, I believe it was Todd Bentley and he was out there kicking people, like hitting people, hitting the, the spirit or whatever it was, the sin, just, just hitting them. And it was a little bit weird. And I was like, yeah, the more research I did into it, the more I found out, I was thinking, no, this isn't, this isn't something that I, I'm going to do or want to do. And then a couple months later, come to find out the guy's cheating on his wife and, you know, having this own sinful issues that he's not dealing with in his own. And I, you know, it was just thinking, man, what a, what a sad story, this whole thing. It, it, it was, you know, it sounded like it was all kind of made up and, and pushed and pressed and, and, you know, I, I'm sure the Lord used it in some wonderful ways, but I don't think it was exactly what people were making it out to be period. So, so there was that. And, and so of course, whenever people say revival now, because of that, I do become very skeptical, you know, and then there's other people who, you know, they're kind of skeptical of this whole thing because of social media you know, it's all over social media. That's the way I heard about it. People are posting things on Facebook and online saying, oh, look what the Lord's doing. Look at these wonderful things. And you look at it and you think, oh, this is really cool. But the question is, 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 is this actually a real thing or is it being pumped up through social media? You know, because there's, there's actually a lot of people that are, are now coming to see what's going on. Uh, which can be dangerous in of itself. If uh, th- there's this this big outpouring that that's going on, and and then all of a sudden people are just coming to to make a um, an event out of it, a spectacle of it, and uh, you know, so this does make people nervous um, because people are coming to see other universities uh, are bringing groups and buses over to Asbury to to see if they could catch the the wave, if you might. Uh, and then there's, um, and then obviously, like I said, there's lots of Facebook posts that are around it and revolved around it. And, and so it, it makes a lot of people, I think, rightfully skeptical of what's happening and what's going on. Also, as I do more research into this one, uh, it's interesting, you know, Asbury, uh, they're not, they're not strangers to revivals, uh, in fact, they had one in, in 1905. Actually, they all seem to be in February. February of 1905, February of 1908, February of 1921, February of 1950. Oh, this one was in March of 1958. And then February of 1970. And then again, another one in March of 1992. And then in February of 2006. And so this is a, you know, it's interesting to to see, oh, okay, there actually is some history of what people call revival here at Asbury University, because all these happened at Asbury University. So, you know, is this something that um, is truly happening, the moving of the spirit, or or is this just something that, again, is man-made? So I just... I want to bring up a couple things because there's there's a lot of things to digest. And I think things that are important for us 
to remember. There's there's three things, three things that I just want to cover really quick, okay? And, uh, you know, whatever side of the spectrum you are, I know I just pulled out a bunch of critical um, things being a little bit critical of, of possibly what's going on. Uh, I think it's it's good to both be optimistic and to examine what's going on, you know, because the Bible teaches us to examine every spirit, to to test every spirit. And so that is is biblical. But just because it t- tells us to test every spirit, it doesn't mean automatically everything is an evil spirit, okay? So with that said, the first thing that I want to bring up, we need to judge a tree by its fruit, not by how big it gets, not by how many leaves it grows, but by its fruit. This can be something that goes huge and nationwide and spreads out very big, but we need to judge this by its fruit. And one of the things that I come to is I come to Luke chapter six, verse 39 through 45, Jesus, he's telling them in a parable, he says, a blind man cannot guide a blind man, can he? Will they not both fall into a pit? A pupil is not above his teacher, but everyone after he has been fully trained will be like his teacher. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. And so Jesus already, just in these first couple verses, is talking about, you know, judging things. You know, he talks about a blind man guiding the blind or a blind man, somebody with a big log in their eye trying to take a speck out of somebody else's eye. This is very hypocritical and it's something that you need to be aware of. And so, so automatically don't be super skeptical or looking at it as something that is completely wrong. Okay. But he does say this going on. He says, for there is no good tree which produces bad fruit, nor, on the other hand, a bad tree which produces good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they pick grapes from a briar bush. The good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good, and the evil man out of evil treasure brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks that which fills his heart." So we see here is don't be look at something with bad intent, but judge it by its fruit. Now, in this case, the fruit of a revival is something that you're not going to see right away necessarily. These are things that do take time because you're going to see how it impacts their life in the long run, that this just isn't isn't some fad that comes up and all of a sudden all these people are crying out to the Lord but then they come out of it more evil than what they come before, right? That's not revival. That's just an emotional experience. And you need to be careful of that. But we need to judge it by its fruit. If all of a sudden there's, a, you know, these people, their lives are, are truly changed. And many of us won't even see that fruit necessarily, right? 
because these people are all the way over in Kentucky over. I'm here in the state of Washington. I won't see the fruit necessarily, but other people will. And so we can't judge this tree right now by how big it's growing. We can only judge it by its fruit. Okay. Secondly, the number thing that I want to stress, stress, do not ruin what the Holy Spirit has started. Now you say, well, what does that mean? Okay. Well, my grandpa told me this story and it's pretty cool because back in, I I believe it was the early to mid seventies, uh, he was telling about my, my parents, my mom and my aunts that there was this revival at their little community church. And I believe it started, I could be wrong, but I believe it started from like a choir practice. And then from this choir practice, it turned into this revival that went on for, I believe he was saying for at least a week. Now, what happened was that all these young people were getting saved and, and the old people, the elders of the church saw this and they thought, oh, this is wonderful. Let's take advantage of it. And my grandpa always says, and then once the old people stepped in, then it was ruined it stopped. And, and so it always makes me laugh. He always reminded, do not ruin, do not ruin what the spirit is doing. And so it brings me here to Galatians chapter three, where Paul says, he says, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? And this is such a good reminder for us. Are we, are we trying to perfect in the flesh what the Lord began in the Spirit? And so this is a reminder for us. If this is true revival, do not stifle it by you trying to bring in your flesh, by bringing in your programs, by bringing in your desires. Allow the Lord to do his work. And that's, that's my prayer. Lord, if this is real revival, don't let me stifle it. Don't let me get in the way. And then that brings me to my third point. Be excited for the Lord to move and pray for revival in your town or your city or your church. I think this is one of those things that we see and we look at and we think, Lord, this is such a wonderful thing. Lord, bring it to our city. Bring it to my town. We, we don't have to not enjoy what the Lord is doing. So as we just continue to watch this whole revival happen and to see how it finally eventually plays out, uh, my, my hope, my prayer is that, yes, you would go and make sure that you test all the spirits, you know, and make sure that that you judge appropriately what's going on. But as I just said, let us be excited for the move of the Lord. There's no better place or nothing better that can happen or come from revival happening in our land, in our country. So I hope that you're blessed. Have such a wonderful day. God bless.